360 Biz on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to another beautiful segment of 360 Biz on this beautiful, beautiful Tuesday afternoon. I mean, we just entered into Youth Month. Happy Youth Month to all the youthpreneurs out there. I mean, I'm coining this from the term tenderpreneurs, entrepreneurs. So everybody's trying to be a nurse out there. Welcome, guys. I mean, to another exciting and amazing segment of 360 Biz. Before I introduce the topic, Dewo man, how are you? I'm good in you, my brother. I'm well, I'm well. I'm well. How was your week, man? Tell us about your weekend. Uh, my weekend, I was working, my brother. You know, that's what I do for a living. I work, I run a business. Um, so I just love what I do. I always say the way I love business so much. I can do it 365 days a day, a year, yeah, uh, 24 hours a day, you know, and seven days a week. I just love entrepreneurship. I just love business. That's who I am. You see, there's an interesting topic that we had going on a little bit earlier on. And the interesting topic was that, isn't it funny how, you know, this is not just an observation how yellow bone guys just have it easy. <laughs> You know, even when they walk into offices and they want to harass the executives that are sitting here today, the receptionists just let them in because of their skin color. <laughs> no, 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 there's, there's, there's no such. You know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, it all goes back to hard work. Yeah. It has absolutely nothing to do with, with a yellow bone or skin tone or anything of that kind. But I mean, look at you, my brother. It's the first time ever seeing you in a suit. I, this man, I know, I must, I must say some special guests we have. This man is always wearing track suits and jeans. So I guess today is decided to you know what, let me rock this and wear man, you're you're looking my good, reputation. My I know that I need a million rand tender yeah. this side. And I know that on my left chair, I need a five million rand. So you're messing me up because I just walked into a well presented, yeah. you know, business individual. No, you're, but lo- you're looking proper, dude. The right socks, timepiece, you know, you're like me, dude. <laughs> Listen <laughs> not, to this not, one. Not, not, not only that, that that you're sitting on the main chair um i mean uh today and the rest of june uh but i mean you you you're looking good you must look like this the entire month man, eh? my man <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a beautiful show that which is lined up for you guys today i mean we're talking about career guidance we're talking about um entrepreneurship as a career choice and i mean we've got amazing people in the studio and i mean i'll just give them opportunity to just introduce themselves before we jump into the program i'll start on my far right sir Grab the mic. Hi, how are you? Uh, my name is Tabang Setwaba. I'm a founder and director at Harry Nevers, Denim, South Africa. Oh, nice. Hi, all. My name is Mtobe Ditengimfene. I'm the head of the Vodacom Foundation. Yes, sir. Hi, I'm Martin Feinstein. I, um, I'm a serial entrepreneur myself. And just I'll, like me? I'm just, just like you. <laughs> <laughs> Older. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Done more stuff. Um, love entrepreneurs. Yeah. Love small business. Crazy about it. Involved in as much as I can to support small business. Yeah. I think, I think you're really going to like this particular, um, segment because I mean, we're starting off, we're starting off this particular youth month and we're celebrating entrepreneurship and the amazing things that people are doing out there. And I mean, this gentleman right here is just going to, you know, introduce himself, tell us a little bit about who he is and what he does. And I would like for you to jump in at some point and then just give some, you know, some business coaching and guidance before we get into the e-learning platform. And I mean, Vodacom is doing amazing, amazing stuff on that particular platform that, I mean, you guys need to just tune into and then, you know, listen to and you'll be blown away. Sir, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, uh, I grew up in Tembisa. Okay. So yeah, I'm I'm somebody who's passionate about business. Uh in two thousand and ten I was handpicked by the Department of Labor 
to do a small business course for three months. Ever, ever since that day, I knew that business is something that I want to do. Yeah. Ever, yeah. Ever since that day, I knew that I had to be involved somehow. So, uh, and, and, and 2010, I had a company, a small company. We were manufacturing t-shirts, printing them. And then it went on and went on until 2012. But it, it, it wasn't something that I was really passionate about. I wanted to find something that would give me power, something that would make me, uh, something different in the market, something unique. So, uh, I took time out, uh, from business until 2015. That's when I came up with that product, uh, Harry Nevers Denim South Africa. Basically, uh, we manufacture and retail tailor made jeans. We, 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 we manufacture them the way we want them, the way, uh, tailor-made uh, tailor-made clothing should look like as quality clothing as tailor-made uh we use organic organic denim raw material we 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 basically into in, into fashion yeah yeah now tell me something um are you are you are you are you alone in this venture do you have other partners uh i have partners i have three business partners uh one is away on a business trip in bloomfontein he has a photo shoot that side and then the other one, as 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 busy, he's he's doing a leadership somewhere. You know, someone is sitting out there and they're thinking to themselves, "What qualifies you to do this? I mean, are you qualified to be in this particular business? I mean, particularly because you're talking about career guidance, how you have accountants being plumbers, plumbers being um, lawyers. Well, I hope not plumbers being lawyers, but hey, I mean, are you qualified for this? How did you get into this? Uh I think I think this is something that. Uh, I'm good with ever, ever, ever since I, I've tried so many things in my life. Yeah. I grew up at Mamelodi Sundowns. I was a soccer player and then I had to move. Uh, I got into music. I got signed at Pezulu Records under DJ Mbuso. It didn't work out up until, uh, I, I started establishing something that I, I, I own, something that will be mine, something that I have to push on my own, something that depends on me to work. So one of the reasons why you are here is because you want to pitch at T, right? Yes, yes. I mean, with these amazing people that are in the room that will share their ideas on how you need to activate your brand a little bit more. Just give a 60-second a pitch. I know I caught you off guard, but a 60-second pitch. You're sitting with executives. They want to yeah. give you that 5 million rand deal Definitely. or that retail deal that you've been looking for. And I mean, they're just going to give you their insights and where you need to just take your business. Yeah, definitely. So I'm going to count you down. Okay. Three. Are you ready? I'm ready. Always ready. <laughs> Always ready. Always wow, ready. entrepreneurship. Three, yeah. two, one, go. Yeah, uh, Harry Nevis, uh, we manufacture and retail custom-made, tailor-made jeans. We've been featured on two international magazines. Uh, as you said, I just want uh, Best Business featured T. Uh, we have a TV interview coming up. We've been approached by uh, TV shows to address their presenters. So uh, we're still a young company. We were registered last year in August. And if you can count from August to now, it's something like nine, mo- nine months. But like we have achieved so much that in, in, in a very small little time. So we, we are pushing. We are, we, are, we are a very young company. We are passionate. We have a very passionate team. We have hardworking people. Uh, our main designer just graduated from uh, VUT. Uh, uh, so your time's up. Oh. <laughs> your time's up. You sounded a little bit nervous. The table, come on, man. What do you think of that? 
<laughs> I, I don't know what is this man pitching. You see, this particular segment at the beginning of the show is the hot seat. Yeah. So you're going to get grilled by these two <laughs> gentlemen on how you need to improve yeah, your business. Yeah. 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 I think more than anything, uh, when you're pitching a business, we need to know what problem are you solving. You know, right now you did pitch. Yes, we, we, we had Badrana. You, you spoke about, um, okay, one, in terms of you speaking about what your other partner or whoever that has just graduated, one, it's good. It speaks of credibility. And right now you spoke of you've been featured on um, two or three international magazines. You know, it could be an international magazine, but that is community-based. So if you're you, you, you featured on Forbes, yeah. then you, you're bound to drop that. That gives you credibility. Um, as, as, as a business person. So right now, more than anything, it's that, uh, what we need to know exactly. I mean, uh, what is it that you're selling yes. and how you're selling, you know? So right now, I think it's a couple of things that, 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 um, that, um, I missed, um, in terms of your pitch. But I think the senior serial entrepreneur could be in a position to give us a better view. I thought <laughs> you were going to say the senior citizen. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, are you, uh, Harry, are you wearing? Are you yes. wearing your jeans? Yeah. Let's see. The Turn around. Oh, very cool. Really nice Thank jeans. Thank you so much. So, it's a pity your jeans weren't the star of your pitch, because, to me, of your whole pitch, let's say your whole pitch is a hundred percent. Yes. Maybe ten percent of your pitch was about your product. The rest was about we 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 we've done this. This is when we got registered. We've been in this magazine. We um, we got this award. We're doing this TV show. We've done this interview. I'm a customer. I want to look good. I'm always looking out for great fashion, great value, something that's going to make me look really good because as a consumer, it's all about me, what's in it for me. But your pitch is all about you. And I think that if you want to pitch a clothing product, a fashion product, whether it's to young people not so young people. It's got to be about the product. Yeah. So what makes your jeans better than G-Star or Diesel or any other brand out there um, in terms of style, fabric, quality, uh, availability? Because remember, your jeans can be fantastic, but they've got to be within my reach. Definitely. So if I had to sum up your pitch um, a um, uh, a marks for passion and and really wanting to drive your business out there and do something new and different and fresh and exciting in fashion but a c minus for the pitch is all about you and your business it's not about what the customer is looking for and telling the customer what what they can get if they get your jeans i understand so Definitely. I would like to put a spin to it. I'd like to throw Mr. Mtobi. I know this, I know this is not what you came in here for, mm. but in this case, you'd be the customer. Now, with your observation of this particular entrepreneur, he wants to sell you this thing. Would you buy? Would you invest money? Are you interested? No. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it, he was a bit distant uh, to me. Yeah. Uh, because I was still underst- trying to understand him, but I, I didn't get to know uh, how... The affinity with me as as Mtobiri, you know, hmm. what is it that bring me closer to him? Yeah. Uh, so he didn't. So I was asking myself, so what? As as you are speaking, I was mm. kept on asking myself, so what? Where are we getting to with this? And then he said, time up. So he he lost me in that in that process. Hmm. So that that that's just my my first reaction to his. I pitch. mean, any any suggestions on how he could better his pitch? 
I, I think where, where I come from, um, I, I come from the education background. I, I think, firstly, I just want to, to, to appreciate such platforms. Because for me, it is about how do we empower people to be able to make these impactful uh, pitches. I, I think our, our role as a society, and that, that's where I will position myself, is about empowering skills uh, transferring, enabling people to be able to want to have confidence to stand up. Well, I guess there are many heroes out there yeah. who have got these products but would not have won the platform to talk about them. Secondly, we don't have the, the, the capability. So the question I'm asking ourselves is what, what is it that we are doing as a society to empower him and, and, and his likes uh, so that he's got the confidence to go out and make these pitches um, more effectively? I think that that is what perhaps then you should be challenging us then as as, as, as the members of the, of, of the of, of society. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do we create platforms? I mean, how do we? How does he use Vodacom platforms? Mm. You, you know, to be able mm. one to access information, mm. to to access uh, markets, um, but also to 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 be to be able to disseminate yeah. who he is. I mean. But more his product. Hmm. Mm. I think we're going to have a very entertaining, in-depth chat with the work that you guys are doing over there at Broadcom. So, I mean, my man, tell me. I mean, your five-year plan. Where do you see yourself in the next five years, four years? Uh, basically, uh, we want to open stores. Yeah. Yeah. Locally, maybe uh, one here in Joburg, two, uh, one Pretoria, Durban, Cape Town. Because for now, uh, we're still pushing through the internet. When you want our product, you have to be on Facebook. You have to get it on Facebook. Uh, even now, we, we're still trying to advertise through Google+. Plus. Oh, yeah. what's, your, what's, your, what's your Twitter in closing? I mean, what's your Twitter, your Facebook? When, when, people, when can people get a hold of you? It's Harry, uh, Twitter, it's HarryNevis01. And then Facebook, it's HarryNevis, Denim South Africa. Yeah. Thank you very much, brother. Thank, Thank you, you very so much. much. Thank you for taking the hot seat today. That was your man, Harry Nervous, who is one of the founders of South Africa's fastest growing denim, premium denim manufacturers. Harry Nervous Denim South Africa. So, I mean, we're going to jump into a conversation right now with the fantastic gentleman, Mr. Martin Feinstein. He's an entrepreneurial guru. No, that's not a company he runs. He's a guru. He's a serial entrepreneur. He lives, he breeds it. He's not a serial citizen. He's not a serial um, old citizen of this country, but he's done amazing and fantastic things. I mean, he's the founder of Proudly South Africa. Yes, the Proudly South Africa that you know, the one that has got all its labels on, 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 on all South, Proudly South African manufactured products. He has run all major entrepreneurial competitions in South Africa, which I find to be amazing and fantastic. I mean, he's involved in quite a number of different products and different um, businesses that he's going to be touching on today. Sir, how are you? Great, thank you. I'm very honored and very pleased to have you in studio today. Yes, sir. It's really great to be here. Could you please share a little bit, some some insights in terms of um, trends that are out there from a township perspective? I mean, he's a township entrepreneur himself, which, you know, who's coming up. And back to what Mr. Tobin was busy talking about was, you know, creating those platforms that are available so that 
50 or 60 other guys in different or various industries are able to get the platform. Maybe this is one of three or four interviews he's done on radio. Mm-hmm. And every time he steps on the mic, they just listen to him. He says nonsense. They let him go. They don't really care about him. They've been able to service their listeners and their airtime. But I mean, one of the biggest things that we've always wanted from the show is to create a platform where entrepreneurs like him can come into the studio and meet seasoned executives and seasoned professionals that will be able to give him expertise more than anything. I mean, it's that five, 10 minute interview, but more than anything, you know, just to share a little bit of insight in terms of how he can develop his business and move it to the next level. Because our biggest fear is that a lot of small businesses stay small. 25, 30 years down the line, they are still small. So those skills that you were talking about, Baba, I mean, those skills are not really there because we are not able to scale mm-hmm. our businesses forward. Sir, the platform is yours. Sure. It's tough to know where to start, but let's start with Harry. I would say, Harry, your biggest decision is to decide, um, is to decide whether you want to be a manufacturer. Or whether you want to be a retailer Because those are two completely different businesses Um, I think opening retail stores Is a completely different business To making and selling jeans And I would be very, very cautious To try and move too quickly From building a jeans brand Which is really what you're trying to do To trying to open a retail chain, which is what you're talking about. Because the minute you get into having your own retail stores, you're into big capital expenditure, big overheads, a whole logistics operation. It's a different kettle of fish. So I would say you're going to need probably to spend the next up to five years building your brand before you can even start thinking about stores. And let the other people that have stores out there see the demand for your jeans and come to you. If you can make your jeans so desirable and your brand so sought after in the market that you're targeting, that they're walking into stores and looking for them and asking for them, those retailers will come to you and say, please, can we have a a, a branded section in our store with your jeans in it? Because you, you don't have the overheads, the logistics, the hassles of running stores, but you're in the stores. Um, And then... Stepping back, because there are thousands and thousands of entrepreneurs like Harry who are in the process of starting a business and going through the blood, sweat, and tears, because it's really, really, it's really tough. Yeah. Um, about 80% of all startups in South Africa do not make it through the first uh, 42 months. So if you took a snapshot of 100 entrepreneurs today that are – Involved in a startup And in 42 months time You took another snapshot There'd be 19 or 20 of those Men and women still standing So Why is that? It's not because there's no funding Because there is funding It's not because there's no support And mentorship and coaching and training Because there is It's because um, We need to Really open up new markets for these entrepreneurs. We need to make sure that they don't spend a lot of time working on a bad idea, on a flawed idea. Yeah. So your product sounds like a really great product. There's an enormous jeans market. 
people are always looking for something fresh, something new, something that looks really good and and that has good value. So if you have a good product and there's a market, you're halfway there. Most of the businesses out there are doing something that they're passionate about, but they haven't really identified a market or, as Tabojo said right at the beginning, a problem to solve or a need to meet. And that's where it all starts. So I would say that um, entrepreneurship is really alive and well and thriving in South Africa. There's an enormous emphasis at local, provincial, and national government level on township entrepreneurs, the township economy, and starting to look at the money that's circulating in townships around the country and how that money flows out of the townships instead of being spent in the townships so it can be reinvested and and circulate in the townships to build more vibrant economies. Um, we've, we've now got a department of small business with uh, with uh, Minister Lindiwa Zulu at the head. She's a, she's a real firebrand for small business development and entrepreneurship, very passionate about youth entrepreneurs. And we're starting to see some really interesting things come out of that department, uh, like this National Gazelles Program, because entrepreneurship is not just about startups. It's also about growing small businesses into medium and then big businesses. So <clears throat> the National Gazelles picks um, 40 businesses a year across 10 industries and grows those businesses into from small into potential giants. Yeah, uh, This is an emphasis on high-growth businesses with the National Gazelle. And that's a global trend now in entrepreneurship is give startups the support that they need, but don't invest too much there because the failure rate is so high. Rather take the entrepreneurs that have made it with their own resources and their own uh, endeavors through the first two or three years and really invest and help those guys to get to the next level because those are the guys that are creating the jobs. Those are the guys that are really building innovations and and have global uh, potential. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, one of the things, one of, a question comes to mind because I was asked this quite recently. How do you know to call it quits on a bad idea? Because sometimes you could be on a bad apple for five years, six years, but you're not even sure. Maybe jeans is as bad apple and is not even sure. Maybe branding for me is my bad apple and I'm not even sure. But I mean, at what point does one call it quit? Is there a system or a, pro, a, pro, a thing? Is there a system or a procedure that one can put in place to make sure that you are able to detect much quicker if an apple is bad or it's good? And then I've got a follow up question um, to that. <clears throat> That's a really, really good question. And it's probably the toughest question you could ask today. Um, I think there's two answers to that. Um, the one is you give up when you, as an entrepreneur, have completely run out of steam because you can bounce back, you can be resilient, uh, you can, you can pick yourself up off the floor from disappointment and, and, and you know, live to fight another day. But there can come a point where you realize that you've actually just completely run out of steam as a person. Or as a team. And at that point, you've really got to ask yourself the question whether you've, you're prepared to invest your energy and carry on. You know, in, 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 in the sort of venture capital startup community, particularly in the States, um, there's an adage which says, um, it's, 
it's best to fail quickly. If you're going to fail, fail quickly. Uh, because <laughs> you, you don't want to spend three or four or five years flogging a dead horse and mm. trying to make something unworkable work. My view on this is your customers will tell you because they're not becoming your customers. So if, if, if no one is buying, there's something fundamentally wrong. Because if you've got something that people want or you've got something that people need and you've got the price right and you've got the offering right, you've got the product or the service right, people are going to buy from you. Yeah. You might have to change the price. You might have to change your distribution. You might have to tweak your product. But people will pay you money because they want or need what you got. Yeah. If no one's doing that for an extended period of time, you probably don't have a business. <laughs> now, tell me something, sir. I mean, what are some of the most essential things that startup entrepreneurs need to really consider before jumping into business or small businesses need to really consider to make their businesses sustainable, according to your experience? <clears throat> They've got to, first of all, not be scared of numbers. Most entrepreneurs are so consumed with the amazingness of their product and what they want to do and how they're going to change the world that they don't have a business model. So they're not looking at where their costs are, what it's going to cost them to run the business. They're not looking at where the revenues are coming from, where their margin is. You have to become comfortable with numbers because business is about numbers yeah. as much as, as it is about sales and about marketing and brand and all those other things. Um, I think <clears throat> you also have to be very, very clear what is it that you're selling and who are you selling it to. One of the biggest things that young entrepreneurs and startup entrepreneurs struggle with is focus. They become opportunity-driven because there's not a lot of money coming in. So if there's a possible tender there and it's not quite in their line of business that they wanted to do, they'll still go for it. Loss of focus. Um, there are many, many companies which are set up around South Africa which do security, which do cleaning, which do catering, which do this, which do, will do anything if there's money in it. That's not how you build a business. A business needs focus. And sometimes you have to say, and it's a difficult thing to do, no to opportunities because it's not part of your core business focus. What I like about Harry is his focus is not on we're going to do a fashion magazine and mm. a fashion blog and a fashion <laughs> website and we want to be talking to SABC or ETV about a fashion program and we do the – they want to make jeans. It's simple. It's clean. It's focused. And that's a big recipe for success. Wow. Thank you very much, sir. Now, before I let you off the loop, uh, before I let you off the hook, I'd love to really find out more about this amazing competition that you have going down in, um, in Soweto or the Soweto Business Stars. What is that all about? Oh, it's a great competition. Yeah. It's a pilot because, um, it's just for residents of Soweto or people with businesses in Soweto. Um, and if it works, it's likely to be extended into, into uh, multiple other townships through Josie. Um, the idea is to really shine a spotlight on amazing small businesses in Soweto that maybe are not getting um, a, a, a showcase. They're not getting a shop window. So the competition is open to anyone in Soweto with a business idea 
So we have a rising stars category for particularly for young people with business ideas. We have a, a technovation category. We have a zero to hero category for people that have turned their business around. We've got a social innovation category, a social hero category for people that are solving social problems through business solutions. There's five different categories uh, to cover everybody. There's 575,000 rand in prizes for the five winners. And the 20 finalists, which would include the five winners, in this competition who will be selected at the end of June will not only share in that money, but we're going to take them through an incredible business coaching journey. You were talking about knowledge platforms and knowledge sharing and skills transfer. We're going to take those businesses and make sure that they are um, operating from a really solid foundation. So it's www.sowetobusinessstars.org.za. Everything you need to know is there. The entry form is there. The categories are there. The phone numbers and email query uh, addresses and contact details are there. If you want to enter, you've got until only the 13th of June. So there's no charge to enter. You can do a simple Word document and email it off to us. It's www.sowetobusinessstars.org.za. Wow, interesting. And I mean, you know, just quickly, two seconds. Is this going to come to Tembisa? I need this to come to Tembisa. I wish I wish I'm speak sorry, to, speak, <laughs> speak to the mayor. Speak to the mayor. Speak to the mayor. I'll connect to the mayor through you. I mean, after the break, we're going to play a beautiful song. But after the break, we've got an amazing an amazing gentleman, Mr. Tobeli Tengimfena, the executive head of Corporate Social Investment Projects at, Vodok, at the Vodacom Foundation. Now, they've got amazing things that they're doing. And particularly, some of the things that we're going to be talking about with them is their engagement with their My Future, My Career initiative. And I mean, they are e-learning platforms. They've got amazing e-learning platforms that are going to be sharing with us. So stay tuned to cliffcentral.com 360. Biz. 360 Biz on CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to 360 Biz on Cliff Central on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon. To, to, to you guys that are listening to us on the podcast and you guys that are listening to us live, please check us out on cliffcentral.com. The numbers to call in is 0861-555-189. Twitter, it's at cliffcentral.com. Facebook, Cliff Central. Join in on the conversation also on WeChat live right now. You can send us messages. Cliffcentral.com. I mean, it's very, it's a, it was a very interesting conversation that we had a little bit earlier on, um, with, uh, Martin and, um, Harry. And I mean, what you don't know is, okay, we've got, we've got an amazing gentleman in studio, Ngosi from Prime Stars. What you don't know is that, um, this gentleman is not just the head of, uh, CSI at Vodacom. This man was a business guru giving strategic business developmental advice to young startups. So, what I call much. <laughs> but I mean, more than anything, one of the things that he touched on, which was amazing, he touched on guys like him have got amazing skills, they've got ideas. But one of the biggest things that they need, they need those skills fine tuned. They need platform, which is what they are able to provide. They need platform where they can get to, you know, the way they can get exposure platform where they can get information, which is what brought a lot of interest for us with the partnership between Vodacom and Prime Stars. Could you tell us a little bit about that before we jump in? 
Of course. Uh, firstly, thank you for having us. Yes, um, I am uh, representing Prime Stars Marketing, but uh, here to talk about what our sponsors are doing with us, uh, Vodacom, alongside you know AECI, Siaka Foundation, the NYDA, the GCRA, Tsohosan, and various other sponsors coming in and saying, look, we understand that there's a skills gap in our country. So guys like Harry who have now started businesses were once in high school and were once, you know, um in school but didn't have access to the kind of programs that we have right now. I didn't have access to the programs we have right now. But we realized that if we are to effectively uh impact our youth, we have to start at the bottom. Yeah. We have to start as early as primary, as early as high school. And what our program does is we use stoichemical cinemas as theaters of learning. And companies such as Vodacom come in and say, we also want to commit ourselves to changing our youth. And we expose learners to over a hundred career options, um, that also include entrepreneurship. But we do believe that once you've worked in a company, Four years and gained experience You do need to build on and become an entrepreneur So there's this pipeline that says Learn your skills, you know, what do I need to study Where do I need to go, where can I get bursaries And you get the skill set And companies that open us up To more learners, like the NYDA Takes us into rural areas And what they do for us is they help us In expanding our reach And our program is specifically set To empower young people At an early age for them to be able to make decisions Early that help them to have the skills and the tools and the resources to make better decisions moving forward to empower the nation. Wow. So, I mean, sir, finally, the moment. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, I'm interested to know with regards to the partnership that you guys have with My Future, My Career. But, I mean, also, I mean, I was, I'm very, very interested to also know about the e-learning platforms because, I mean, what you guys are doing with Prime Stars is amazing and it's cutting edge, it's futuristic, it's never been done before. So, mm-hmm. could you please just, uh, for the, for the second time today, just greet the listeners and mm-hmm. then just, um, jump straight into it. Yeah. Hi, everybody. Um, I, I think one of the important, um, standpoints of Vodacom is, Provision of access. Martin made made a very important statement earlier on that in this country it's not a shortage of resources that is the issue, but it is the linkage, or the absence of the linkage between the, those who need those resources and the and the actual resources. So how we have positioned ourselves as Vodacom is being able to to um, provide the linkage, provide the access, uh, minimizing the barriers to access to that information. So this is how we, we, we viewed uh, our, our, our invitation to partner then we, 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 with Prime Star on, on this. That we are we are being given an opportunity to work with them in providing the youth access to the information that they need to be able to make determinations about their future. Hmm. The difference between my generation and this the, the current generation is the access to knowledge, access to opportunities, uh, so that. They can make a more informed determina- uh, determination about where they want to go, what works, what doesn't work. We we never had much of that because th- there was just so, so many barriers to the, to, uh, to that information. So that we we hope that through our partnership we are able then to provide endless uh, uh, access to, uh, to to resources, and the barriers are so many. Uh, sometimes it is the just just 
the the inability to 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 make the calls uh, because of the perception that uh, the, the the calls are expensive uh, it is just inability to 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 move from one point to the other so the question we are always asking ourselves as for is how do we use then our our core competency to be able to bring that information at the handset, at the at the, at the, at the thumbs or, or the fingers of the of, of the of the recipients. So that is what we are preoccupied with. So how we, we we see our world is that up there there is content, various forms of content, including for uh, content about careers, including uh, uh, academic content about about all the subject matters that the learners are, are studying. So now, how do we then uh, link that content with the learners? How do we eliminate the barriers there? And how do we make sure that learners, irrespective of their socioeconomic status, have access to the same quality content? So in that way, we are leveling the, 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 the playing field. Well, our, our belief is that through uh, telecommunications, we are democratizing access to, to information. So that is the philosophical uh, uh, basis uh, that, that informs uh, our, our, our partnership in this regard. So in doing that, then we, we have created an, 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 a number of, uh, of, of, of platforms uh, in pursuit then of, of, of this philosophy of, of providing access. The, the, the e-learning or the e-school platform is but one of those, of, of, of those platforms where we have taken the curriculum uh, uh, aligned uh, to, 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 the, to, to CAPS, as it, as it is called, and, and put it such that learners are able to access that content using their cell phones. And for those who are Vodacom subscribers, it shall be zero rated. So, so it means that we eliminate now the barrier of cost. Mm, mm. And we have also um, created a number of points throughout the country whereby people will be able to come in, use those facilities to be able to, to have access to unlimited uh, 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 resources in education and any other sources of information that they might like. So, so it, it is a space that is continuously growing. As I say that we are just positioning ourselves as the providers of access. We are not, we are not creating the content. That's why we have to, to partner with other people. But our strength then is on creating the pipes mm, and mm. making those pipes accessible, making those pipes affordable. That is how we have positioned ourselves in these partnerships. And so, as I say that the content out there is endless. It could be content about entrepreneurship for, for, for Harry in this case. It could be about academic content. It could be about careers. It could be about any other thing. What we are positioning ourselves is how do we create then those passages for every person, regardless of, of, of their background, to be able to access the, that, that content equitably. Very, very powerful. Mm. Very amazing. If I may, um, what I liked about what uh, Mr. Mtomen is, is talking about access, uh, Vodacom sees themselves as the, 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 the access point, the supply of access to young people. Prime Stars, we see ourselves as their facilitator. So our job is to find companies such as Vodacom uh, such as Tsokosan, such as Kulula, such as NutriFruit and YDA that want to invest in young people. And then we find uh, government representatives that also want to be part of this place. And then we find schools all across the country that are looking and that are uh, uh, searching for this assistance. As uh, Mr. Ntombeni said, it's not a lack of resources. It's a case of the access. So as Prime Stars, yeah. we say here are people who have resources and here are people that need the resources and we facilitate the process. And companies like Vodacom then become the mediator who, whose channel we use to access learners. 
And I mean, you know, just before we cross over to the guys at StandLab, I really must applaud you, sir, for the work that you guys are doing at Vodacom. I was using the business day and something is rumored there, I mean, which is going to do amazing things Mm. for young people that are looking for work. Mm. You guys are at the... Forefront. I mean, when I look at all the other telecoms company, they can shoot me if they want, but you guys are at the forefront of doing amazing things. And I know that this partnership with Prime Stars is only going to lead to amazing and fantastic things. We've got, hello, you on the line? 360 Biz, hello. Henry. Hi, how's, how's it, Henry? How are you doing? Thanks, man. Thanks for holding for, for so long. Yeah, you well? Bulelani here? No problem. Yes, sir. Could you please um, just tell us a little bit more about um, this program that you guys are, are launching tomorrow with uh, the guys at uh, Prime Stars? Sure. Uh, well, it's, uh, I guess an initiative by Standard that pretty much focuses on financial literacy. Uh, so I think we've been involved in it for the past five years, and it really, I guess, takes the form of... Uh, a movie uh, targeted at uh, financial literacy, and uh, in terms of the age group, it's really for the college grade 8 to 12. Uh, and it will reach about 300 schools, and I think in total, by the time everyone's seen this, it will probably have reached about 60,000, 70,000 people. So like I said, at the core, it's really just uh, trying to expand in terms of uh, financial literacy, make people know about saving money, investing money, and the importance of that over time. Yeah. Now, Henry, I mean, uh, you know, I just, uh, I, I oftentimes move with so much speed that I forget to give people the opportunity to introduce themselves. I'm sorry about that. Could you please just formally introduce yourself to our listeners? Just greet them. Tell us who you are and what you do. Sure. Uh, so my name is Henry Munzara. Uh, I work at Stanley, uh, which is an asset manager. So effectively, we, we invest people's money. Uh, and I'm the head of research. That's my responsibility here. And then, I mean, um, so this is very interesting. I mean, fin- the, the, this particular program that you guys are launching tomorrow, financial literacy program. Now, I would like to know just a little bit more about the CSI investment. There's something exclusive that uh, you guys uh, will be announcing quite soon. I mean, are you willing to let us in on that? Uh, I'll say, well, you probably have to be <laughs> involved tomorrow and over the weekend. Uh, so, yeah, I wouldn't want to let too much out of the bag. <laughs> now man i really appreciate it and i mean um if people i mean is this is this program open to the public can anyone just jump in and join in or i mean is, is there a certain channel that people need to go about yeah so like i said in terms of what for, for people who want to know what this is about uh, it has taken the uh, the form of a movie uh the movie is called mind your mula so it has been airing uh for the past five weeks uh it will it will close this saturday so there's still a bit of time to get to it. And like I said, it's really to almost in a fun way talk about uh, the issue of financial literacy uh, and make make sure people start thinking about what that actually means, what that practically means, why is it important to save, why is it important to invest, what that mean, means for you over time in terms of financial freedom, uh, what that means in terms of at a broader level in terms of economic growth, uh, addressing things like unemployment. So like I said, with We've almost found a fun way to deal with a very serious topic. And I mean, you know, it's been very interesting having you on the phone, but you're not really letting me much on much information. Could we set up a date to have you here in studio? I mean, in the next week or so, so that we can talk about the amazing work that you guys are doing at Stanley. Very happy to do that.
I really appreciate. Harry, just before you go off the line, um, just give us 10 seconds of inspiration to a young kid out there, young entrepreneur out there. Um, just inspire them, anything. Yeah, I think, I think what, what, what I would like to say, at least let's, given what, given the work we do, which is, uh, investing in people's money. Uh, what we've seen is that a lot of times people think that you need to start with a lot of money to be able to do that. But it's actually the small little steps that people make at an individual level, whether that's choosing not to buy something on a particular weekend and, and sort of save that little bit of money. And then in terms of what that does over time, I think it's really that message that people need to take home, that it's really the little baby steps that make the difference over time between someone who you regard as a successful entrepreneur or millionaire and someone who basically hasn't managed to make it. So if there's anything I can say is that it's, it's never never too early to start. And it's really the small baby steps. But I think what's important is to know the difference between making the right choice financially and making the wrong one and then seeing that play over time. Ah, really appreciate you giving of your time, Henry. Sir Martin. You know, <clears throat> I did say earlier that a lot of entrepreneurs are scared of numbers. And um, I think what, what um, these partners are doing this project is really critical because um, – as an entrepreneur, if you're not financially literate, especially around where your margin is, um, you, you, you're going to sink because typically entrepreneurs will go into a venture um, underestimating the costs of doing business and overestimating the revenues that they think they're going to make. Hmm. And inevitably, they end up in trouble. So just getting those basics right – and um, becoming less scared by numbers and feeling more confident and able to work with numbers, understand your numbers, um, and for numbers to become your friend and not your enemy is really, really important. Thank you. Uh, What is important to note is that it is one thing to create all these platforms and opportunities, but it is the other uh, for the people who, for whom these things are intended to utilize them. Uh, there are mm. many of these things that are put up there, but sometimes we find it, uh, we are struggling to get people to appreciate them, to use them maximally. Yeah. I say that now Vodacom has created a, a, an education a, a portal that is zero rated. So I expect people to throng into that portal. Mm. You know, we, 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 we created these teacher centers that are at your disposal at, at no cost to you. But we are expecting people to, to go out. So people must not stop taking these things for granted and, and, and be able to go out and, and, and utilize them fully. The, the only benefit we derive is when we see these things being maximally utilized. And it is only then that we can grow and offer even more. Thank you very much. Kosi? Uh, just to close, I'd uh, like to emphasize what we at Prime Stars believe is the secret to success in, in all people's lives and in business, and that's partnerships. We partner with sponsors, we partner with individuals, we partner with brands, we partner with government, and we partner with young people. And we believe that with partnerships, we are stronger. So in leaving today, we'd like to say that we are open for partnerships, and uh, as it is Youth Month, we believe that we also need to partner with our youth. Our youth deserves a seat at the table. And they have a voice. So let's partner. Let's work together. And we thank you for the platforms you continue giving us here at Cliff Central. And thank you, Vodacom, and to our other sponsors. And guys, thank you for having us. Thank you very much. Sir, shut it down. Uh, Great show, my brother. If your actions inspire others to dream, learn more, do more, and become more, you are a leader. 
A leader is the one that knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Aspire to inspire and do not be intimidated by others' growth. Get things done. This is what we had for you today on 360Biz. Catch us again next time, same time, same place, right here on Cliff Central. Remember to go on to www.cliffcentral or on download the podcast to actually catch up on the show if you've missed it or on some of these previous shows that we've had. We out. 360Biz on cliffcentral.com.